I do not wonder. I am a great student myself, and often spend a morning there, do I not, Miss Lyle? You should have some new glass put in those windows, Mr. Lucas. On a dark day it must be very difficult to see here. By the way, your good wife told me that there would probably be a very remarkable Indian at her party, a Brahmin from Benares, she said. I should like to have a talk with him while I am having my tea. Kindly prepare a peach for me, Miss Lyle. Peppino had heard about the retirement of the Guru in consequence of a message from the guides being expected, and proceeded to explain this to Lady Ambermere, who did not take the slightest notice as she was looking at the peaches through her lorgnette. That one nearest to me looks eatable, she said, and then I do not see Miss Olga Braceley, though I distinctly told her I should be here this afternoon, and she said Mrs. Lucas had asked her. She sang to us yesterday evening at the hall, and very creditably indeed. Her husband, Mr. Shuttleworth, is a cousin of the late Lord's. Lucia had come into the smoking parlour during this speech, and heard these fatal words. At the moment she would gladly have recalled her invitation to Olga Braceley altogether, sooner than have alluded therein to Mr. Braceley. But that was one of the irremediable things of life, and since it was no use wasting regret on that, she was only the more eager for Olga to come, whatever her husband's name was. She braced herself up to the situation. Peppino, are you looking after Lady Ambermere, she said. Dear Lady Ambermere, I hope they are all taking care of you. A very decent peach, said Lady Ambermere. The south wall of my garden is covered with them, and they are always of peculiarly delicious flavour. The hall is famed for its peaches. I understood that Miss Braceley was going to be here, Mrs. Lucas. I cannot imagine what makes her so late. I was always famed for my punctuality myself. I finished my tea. The lawn outside was now growing thick with people all in their items, and Lady Ambermere, as she emerged from the smoking parlour again, viewed the scene with marked disfavour. The two Miss Antrobuses had just arrived, and skipped up to their hostess with pretty cries. We are dreadfully late, said the eldest, but it was all Piggy's fault. No, Goosey, it was yours, said the other. How can you be so naughty as to say it was mine? Dear Mrs. Lucas, what a lovely party it's being, and may we go and play bowls? Lady Ambermere regarded their retreating backs as they raced off with arms intertwined to the bowling green. And who are those young ladies, she asked, and why Piggy and Goosey? Miss Lyle, do not let Pug go to the bowls, they are very heavy. Elsewhere, Mrs. Antropus was slowly advancing from group to group with her trumpet violently engaged in receiving refreshment. But conversation was not quite so varied as usual. For there was an attitude of intense expectation with regard to the appearance of Miss Braceley that made talk rather jerky and unconnective. 